And again, it's our 10th anniversary edition of the Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Recommended summer reading list. It's the best of the best. For a complete list of all the books that we selected for our best of the best top 10, head to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. My next guest is Angie Thomas. Her award-winning acclaimed debut novel, The Hate You Give, is a New York Times bestseller and a major motion picture. It's our pleasure to welcome Angie Thomas to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Angie. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure. I've been wanting to get you on the show for a couple of years now, so I'm so glad we made it happen. But before I ask anything about you, I follow you on social media. I must ask about your dog, right? <laughs> you po- you so often post about your dog, and he even has his own Instagram page. So I have to ask about him, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, He is a character. He really is. Everybody keeps telling me I need to write a book about him. He is such a character. He um, is actually standing outside the door right now. I locked him out while I'm doing my interview, and so he's not very happy about that right now. So let's talk about this now. Your debut novel, The Hate You Give, 13 publishers were locked in a bidding ward for the rights to publish the book. It had a movie option before it was even published. Totally unheard of for a debut project. What was that experience like for you, and what was the biggest blessing for you through the success of the book? Uh, you know, God is awesome. That's mm. the first thing I have to say. <laughs> you never could yes. have told me because before I wrote The Hate You Give, I wrote another project, and it was rejected 300 times. And so to go from 300 no's to 13 yeses is amazing to me. It absolutely changed my life. I, But I never expected any of it. Um, but I never expected the reaction that that book would get. Um, I just, I didn't, and it's been published in like over 30 languages and, you know, and then having the film and having the film bring in so many more readers and, and bring so much attention to the book. Um, it, it still blows my mind to this day that, you know, that that book has had such a lasting impact. So I, when I went in though, I was just like, as a believer, I was like, Lord, Help me to write what I need to write, you know, help me to tell the story um, that I, I, I feel led to tell. And and I'm thankful that I did it. Um, and I'm even more thankful that it has it seems to have helped inspire a generation of young people to decide that, you know what, we're not going to settle for things being as they are. We're going to change things. We're going to change the world. And if that book had any sort of impact on this upcoming generation to do that, then I feel like I've done my job. In case you're just tuning in, you're listening to our 10th anniversary edition of the Recommended Summer Reading List. I'm Rodney Lear. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. On the phone with me now is author Angie Thomas. The title of the books are The Hate You Give and On the Come Up. Now, let's talk about um, the second novel. What I want to ask you about that is that the first book, of course, became a movie. The second project, it became a movie as well. But for the second project, you became a producer. What did you learn from your first time as, you know, having the book turned into a movie that prompted you to take on a producer role with On The Come Up? Well, you know, with The Hate You Give, we had a great team. In fact, a lot of the people who were involved in The Hate You Give production-wise were also involved in um, On The Come Up. And getting to kind of be a student that first time around, I learned some things. I learned, you know, 
for instance, if nothing else, how much it takes to bring a movie to life. When you're on, when you're sitting in a the theater watching a movie, you don't realize that that one scene may have taken eight hours to film because, you know, they, they set it up and they film it at one angle and they do several takes from that one angle. Then it's all right, let's reset and do it from another angle. And it takes all these people moving lighting and moving cameras and equipment around. And you just don't realize that it takes hundreds of people to bring one film together. And it's a very humbling experience in that sense. I remember being on the set of The Hate You Give and saying, wow, you know, I literally had some of the uh, crew tell me, you know, thank you for writing the book because you writing the book meant that I got a job so I could pay my rent this month. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, wow. Right. You know, you don't think about that. Mm-hmm. So when it came time with on the come up, I wanted to be more involved because I felt like I learned something, but I'm still a student, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I want to establish myself as a producer and, and get kind of my feet wet. So with on the come up, I got the chance to do that. And I, I wasn't the ultimate decision maker, but I did have a little more say. All right, good. So let's talk about this new project. Um, this is your debut for middle school readers. Before you tell us about the project, tell us about, was there a challenge going between young adult fiction and moving on to middle school fiction? What was that whole process like as an author? Well, for one, I had to watch my language. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to be careful. But the big difference is with young people in young adult books, you're, you're talking about teenagers who they know the world is messed up, and now they're trying to figure out their place in it. They're trying to figure out how to define themselves. With middle grade books, you're, st- you're getting kids who are starting to realize that the world is messed up. They're just getting to that realization. Um, they're starting to realize that their parents are human. They're starting to realize that the adults in their lives make mistakes, and, and they have to reckon with that, and, and it helps. It changes how they even perceive themselves. So that was the big, that's the big difference. Um, but also, too, it's still an Andy Thomas book. You know, <laughs> even though it's for younger readers, I, I still talk about things like police brutality, racial profiling. I talk about Emmett Till. I talk about lynching, you know, because even though it's for younger readers, these are things young readers still are interested in, want to know more about. I've had them come to me and say, you know, my mom doesn't think I can read The Hate You Give next. I mean, right now, but I would love it if you wrote something I could read. And so I said, all right. I got you. <laughs> okay. And that turned into the this new series. Tell us about the new series, the title of the new series. It's Nick Blake and the Remarkables, the Manifest of Prophecy. I was that kid who grew up reading a lot of fantasy books like Harry Potter, Chronicles of Narnia, um, A Wrinkle in Time, but I never saw kids like me at the forefront of those stories going on those magical adventures, specifically black girls, you know, or black boys even. Mm-hmm. Um, they were never at the forefront of those stories. And so now that I'm in a position I'm in, I said, well, what if I wrote a ma- magical series, a fantasy series about some black kids going on this adventure? So the main character, Nick, is 12 years old. She currently lives in Jackson, Mississippi, where I grew from, grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she has this ability called the gift, and she's a descendant of enslaved folks who found out they had the gift and they flew off to freedom. And so as a descendant of them, she knows that it's a big responsibility to have this power, to have this ability, but she wants to learn it more than anything. But then she finds out some stuff about her dad and he's accused of stealing something that she's sure he didn't do, but now she has to save him and she has to learn how to use this gift in order to do it. So it's black folklore. I have black mythology in there like John Henry, um, Hi John the Conqueror, all these stories we've heard growing up, um, and it's still something new and fresh. So it, it, it was a gift to myself in a way, and I hope it is a gift to my readers. 
All right, there you go. So I'm imagining this. I, earlier, I called it a series. I don't know if it's planned series, but it looks like something that could be a series. Absolutely. It's definitely a series. Several books are already planned. I'm actually working on the second one right now, so I'm really excited about that. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Angie Thomas. She is the author of the book, The Hate You Give. The book was adapted into a major motion picture. It's one of the books that we selected on our best of the best recommended summer reading list this year for our 10th anniversary. Now, you just talked about the other books that you're working on for Nick Blake and the Remarkables. What else are you working on that you can tell us about? And secretly, I, I keep it to myself, you know, if you want to tell us what you have going on. <laughs> just share it with a couple of thousand people. <laughs> well, there's some stuff in the works with The Hate You Give that I can't talk about. Oh, um, wow. There's stuff in the works. Um, as far as something that will be coming out within the next two years for it. So I'm super excited about that. There is movie stuff in the works with Nick Blake. In the meantime, I'm I'm working on the second book, um, and I'm working on this other secret project that I just mentioned. So, yeah, I'm staying busy. <laughs> All right. So, so, <laughs> so this is our recommended summer reading list show. Why is summer such a great time for a kid to pick up a book? Well, you know, I feel like, that was the time when I read books the most. And it was because I had a little more free time. Even if I was going to camp, I still felt like I had a little more free time. And I think, too, that's when we can get kids to read books that they want to read and not just books that they feel like they're being made to read, you know. But even with required reading, required reading from schools, the books can be so fun and, and it can be something kids enjoy. But I think this is a great time for parents especially to allow your kids to Figure out what it is they like to read. Take them to the library. If they want to read graphic novels, let them. Those are still novels. You know, if they want to read video game uh, strategy books, let them, as long as they're reading. All right, Angie, I know you have to go. You're busy, got a lot to do. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Angie Thomas, how can they find out more? Um, you can find me on AngieThomas.com, Instagram at Angie Thomas. I'm on Twitter at Angie Thomas. I'm not verified because Elon Musk got enough, enough money. Um, but I'm on there. <laughs> um, and I'm on Facebook, Angie Thomas author. So, And I'm also on TikTok if y'all do the talk of the chicks. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Honored to speak to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We've been speaking to New York Times bestselling author, Angie Thomas. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Our best of the best 10th anniversary edition of the Sunday Morning Magazine with the Rodney Lear recommended summer reading list. For a complete list of all the books that we selected for our anniversary edition, head to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today.